Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Again, friends, and welcome to Gamecock Central Radio. Emerson Phillips joined by Gamecock legend Kip Balknight talking Carolina baseball today. Kip, the Gamecocks have won four straight and will play three games in Nashville this weekend against the Vanderbilt Commodores, ranked 17th in the country starting tonight, Friday night. Yeah, Gamecocks are looking to continue some momentum, uh, getting a good win in Greenville over Furman Tuesday night, and they're going to a tough place to play in Vanderbilt, and Tim Corbin and the Vanderbilt Commodores Commodores are always a, a, a tough task and certainly going to have some good arms, but I believe South Carolina uh, is in a good position right now. They just want to try to win the series, if at all possible, and uh, keep that momentum going that they built last weekend. Kip, the Gamecocks, we talked earlier this week here on GCR about the fact that Carolina has struggled with some midweek games this year, You know, losing to the Citadel and losing to Furman and dropping a game a couple weeks ago to PC, but the Gamecocks busted out the bats on Tuesday night, a season-high 17 hits, and Carolina beat Furman 10-2 at Floor Field up in Greenville. Six Gamecocks had two or more hits. Jonah Bride had four. That was a season-high, and it tied a career-high. And Carlos Cortez tied a season-high with four RBIs. And Carmen Majinski pitched extremely well, setting career best with seven innings pitched and seven strikeouts. So the midweek problems were not existent this week, Kip. Gamecocks handled business Tuesday night. They did. They went for a business trip up to Greenville Tuesday, and Carmen Majinski certainly made a great start. Uh, really, I think if the score was closer, he'd have probably stayed in pitching into the eighth inning. I think he only had 90 pitches through seven. So really nice job by him. Pound the zone, throwing a lot of strikes, and a great job by the Gamecock offense. That's what you've got to do against uh, the lesser competition when you're playing in the midweek. And I know there's a lot of parity in college baseball now, but that's still a win that South Carolina, uh, the, the way they won should be a, a common theme for them with a lot of those midweek games. And for whatever reason, they struggle a bit this year, but hopefully they're learning from their mistakes. And they certainly came out ready to play a Tuesday night and, uh, I got a feeling they'll be uh, rocking and rolling, ready to go tonight in in uh, Nashville against Vanderbilt. Ten to two, the Gamecocks beat Furman on Tuesday night, and Carolina obviously swept LSU last weekend. So the Carolina win streak is at four games right now. Carolina is twenty four and seventeen on the year. The Gamecocks are nine and nine in SEC play. Vanderbilt comes in twenty four and sixteen, and they are ten and eight. And Vanderbilt dropped. Two out of three at Missouri last weekend. They did win the series finale after dropping the first two games. Vandy won the series finale 6-2 to two over Missouri. Mason Hickman with seven scoreless innings. And Ethan Paul, three for four at the plate with two runs scored and two RBIs. So Austin Martin leads Vanderbilt with a 373 batting average. And Paul has a team best 10 doubles and eight home runs. And Vanderbilt likes to run, Kip. They lead the conference with 74 stolen bases. Yeah, South Carolina's going to have to do a good job this weekend, starting tonight, and holding runners close. They're going to have to – the pitching staff's going to have to change their hold times. 
make sure that they're not just getting into a habit of coming set and maybe one one thousand and pitching the home plate. So uh, you know you got to focus on the hitters, but at the same time, South Carolina, the best way to control the running game is to not give up many base runners. So I, I think it's important for Logan Chapman to continue to pound the zone. He did that against LSU and just went right after the guys and uh, used his sinker and his changeup was outstanding. And I look for that to continue. I think this team, after getting a bulk of their lineup back, you know, when you're missing Madison Stokes and and you're missing T.J. Hopkins and Noah Campbell coming back now, you know, Noah's, I think, still probably nursing that finger that was injured by hit by pitch about a month ago. And he's probably back a little bit earlier than he should be, but they need him to be good in the lineup. And if he's not a hundred percent healthy, I got a feeling he may sit tonight, but uh, you know, maybe let Matt Williams play a little bit or play first and let Madison Stokes DH. But uh, you can't, you can't count uh, how important it was to get TJ Hopkins back. Not, not that Madison Stokes wasn't important, but TJ Hopkins up the middle, playing center field is just outstanding and a big time player and really good to get him back and uh, again South Carolina it's right in front of them they're right where they need to be in the SEC at this moment and they just got to go out and continue to play good baseball and if they do that I, I certainly believe they'll win the series. Hopkins returned last week against LSU was a, a very welcome sight and he had a huge weekend against the Tigers Hopkins hit 467 with six runs knocked in in that LSU series last week in his first since returning from injury. So Carolina and Vanderbilt here. We're previewing the series on Gamecock Central Radio. Emerson Phillips with Kip Balknight. Let me give you the starting pitchers for the three games this weekend. We've got a 7.30 first pitch Friday, 3 o'clock Saturday, and 2 p.m. Sunday. And the Friday starters will be Logan Chapman, freshman righty for the Gamecocks, 3-0 with a 3.29 ERA against Drake Fellows, a sophomore righty, four and three with a 3.03 ERA and Kip you know just a few weeks ago you would have thought that we'd be talking about Logan Chapman as the Gamecocks Friday night starter but that's where we are and he's been fantastic he has been fantastic I think he's throwing the ball as well as anybody right now and uh you know they switched it up a little bit um for I think a couple different reasons but whatever the reasons it really doesn't matter it certainly worked Mark Kingston and staff have made the great call there and Logan Chapman's responded uh he got an opportunity to start on Thursday at Arkansas and, and pitched some solid innings there. And he certainly continued last weekend with his best start of the year uh, against LSU. And he's a guy that he certainly is capable of being a Friday night guy. He's certainly shown that. But he's got three-plus pitches. His sinker and his changeup is outstanding. And his breaking ball at times is really, really good as well. And last week he really didn't have the breaking ball going as much as we've seen in the past. But – he didn't really need it that much with his fastball and changeout. They were both outstanding. And he just got to continue to pitch with a lot of poise and, uh, and confidence. And uh, he's been able to do that here of late. And for a young freshman to do that in the SEC is special. That's something that doesn't come around too much. So really good to see him do well. And I, I think a key for South Carolina moving forward, too, is the play of Carlos Cortez. He has, uh, as we've seen in the first six, eight weeks of the season, this is a gentleman that was, you know, hitting a buck sixty, a buck eighty, but he was still playing good defense. He was still good in the locker room. He was still encouraging his teammates, and they were trying to pick him up. But uh, in the worst of times, 
uh, you find out a lot about a, a person's character and a team's character, and I think that we're starting to see uh, good things to come after this South Carolina team that's just been able to battle through that adversity, and uh, it's really fun to see. He's got his average up above 250 now, and I look for him to continue his hot swinging this weekend in yeah. Nashville. Yes, sir, and Cortez drove in four runs Tuesday night in the Carolina win over Furman, so it's Chapman and Fellows, the starting pitchers on Friday, and then Saturday – it means Adam Hill will get the Saturday start. Junior righty, 4-4 four and four with a 4.05 ERA. And his counterpart for Vanderbilt is Patrick Raby, junior right-hander, 2-4 and four with a 2.47 ERA. And that leaves Cody Morris, the Sunday starter for the Gamecocks, sophomore right-hander, 6-3 and three with a 4.18. And Vanderbilt will start Mason Hickman, the freshman right-hander, who is 7-1 and one with a 3.69 ERA. And Hickman pitched extremely well for Vanderbilt in the series finale last weekend at Missouri and allowed Vanderbilt to avoid the sweep. So Morris got roughed up a little bit against LSU last Sunday, Kip, but the Gamecocks came from 6 nothing down to win that game 8-6, to and Cody Morris will be the Sunday starter again this weekend. Yeah, having Adam Hill and Cody Morris going on uh, day two and three is a, a huge advantage for South Carolina. If they can get the type of performance that we've seen out of Adam Hill and Cody Morris uh, I mean, this, this team could just be uh, really, really tough uh, and, and just down the stretch in the SEC. And the biggest key for them is just commanding the strike zone. They, they continue to be inconsistent uh, at times. Um, and if they can just find a little bit of consistency and command the strike zone, those two can be pretty tough, especially going against the number two and three guys for the, whoever they may be playing against. So, again, uh, good good things for the Gamecocks. Uh, hopefully a lot of fans will make it to Nashville, and if not, a lot of folks will be tuning in to watch tonight. And, uh, again, I look for a good series for the Gamecocks. Big series this weekend at Hawkins Field in Nashville, South Carolina and Vanderbilt. Vandy leads Carolina by just one game in the SEC East standings. And, Kip, Carolina's sweep of LSU generated a little bit of national buzz this week. Carolina actually moved into the top 25 in one of the major national baseball polls coming in at number 25 in the rankings. And Vanderbilt's ranked 17th. So a big series, and we're getting down to the stretch now in SEC play. Just three SEC series left after this weekend. Yeah, South Carolina made the move last weekend. They got right where they uh, needed to be, get, got back in the hunt, and now they've just got to continue to try to play good baseball throughout the rest of the season because the rest of the season, it's, it's quick, and it's going to be over with before you know it. So they've got to continue to try to just play complete baseball and, you know, they're not a team that can just line up and go out and go through the motions and win. And, you know, I think this team is a team that we've seen get hot, and and, and they can beat anybody. I mean, this is a team that beat Florida, almost beat them two out of three, and same thing with Clemson. And they've just got to play good baseball for nine innings. They're not good enough to give runs away and make errors and walk guys, and but not many teams are. So, I mean, they they just got to continue to try to – uh, you know, trust the process and uh, trust everything that the coaches are telling them and uh, continue to try to play inspired baseball. Three games in Nashville this weekend, Friday at 7.30, Saturday at 3 o'clock, Sunday at 2 p.m., all three games on SEC Network Plus and on the Gamecock IMG Radio Network. Kip Balknight, Golden Gloves Award winner, our baseball analyst here on Gamecock Central Radio. Thanks a lot, Kip. Thank you. Go Gamecocks. That's Kip Balknight, and I'm Emerson Phillips. We'll come back next week. We will review the Vanderbilt series, and again, after this weekend, just three conference series left. The next two series will be at home for the Gamecocks. 
against Ole Miss and Missouri, and the Gamecocks wrap up the regular season with a three-game set at Texas A&M. So we'll come back next week and talk about Carolina and Vanderbilt here on Gamecock Central Radio. Thanks for joining us. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.